You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. We can go. Are we, um, you need to define exactly uh not so much what's happening here but you need to uh, are we is this a patreon because we haven't done a patreon in over a month now uh or is it a main episode are you going to be back in time to for us to stay on schedule uh let's make it a hmm. don't we owe a main episode right now uh we will owe a main episode by wednesday it's currently monday then, then let's make this a main and when I get in, we will just like slam everybody with a ton of Patreon content because you are on furlough. I don't understand your life right now, but you, you have nothing to do except for be on like cam with me. You're a cam girl now. Yeah, I, I my life is a cam girl. My career, I'm pursuing my, my career as a cam girl. It's been a long time coming, honestly. So you have two months off. Is that correct? No, just one month. Well, actually, well, nothing is in stone yet. It has to, the network has to approve the schedule for the next season. And pending that, as long as it gets, I will likely have an amount of time off. Right now, it's going to be for the month of July is the plan, but that needs to be approved uh, by the corporate pay pigs. So um, we'll see. But yeah, either way, point is, I will have a large amount of time off from work. Do you? Are you going to work on your fitness? Are you going to become a uh, a Twitch sort of fellow? What, what, what's your plan here? Yeah, you know, fitness will be uh, that. That'll that's always in there a little bit nominally, somewhat. I need to. I really fucking let myself go while I was in New York, and I definitely um, I didn't put on that much weight, but I can tell that I that I may might have maybe put on one or two pounds. So I will be getting back on that horse. I've started fasting again after 20 days of no fasting. Um, but yeah, you know, I want to travel. I want to, I want to go on a couple little adventures here out West. Um, I have some ideas and, uh, plans brewing. Uh, but also, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe step up the gaming a little bit. Maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> okay, right. maybe we'll get back into that realm. I've, I've started a new campaign in GTA five. Yeah. So is this what, is this, would you describe to the people what you're going through when you are in isolation? Well, I will say all things considered, it's, it's all right. I'm not, I'm not totally losing my mind though. It's only been a couple days. Um, that being said, I don't know. I just get, I mean, I kind of over-exaggerated when we do on it. It's, it's, it's half a bit. It's, it's fine. I'm fine. Um, I just prefer to be around other people. I feel more, I feel better when I have someone around to bounce off of. So it's like, it's kind of just a drag, right? I get bored with myself. I get bored more easy. 
Um, but it's fine. Uh, but yeah, you know, to occupy that space to kind of engage my mind. Uh, yeah, I'm playing video games. I want to play GTA is fucking fun as hell. <laughs> you know how racist our audience is? How? So we talked about going to Mexico and all anybody can talk to me about is how I'm going to get skinned. They're going to put my face on a soccer ball. Uh, they're going to hang me from a, 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 a an overpass yeah, uh, they with, are. My, with my dick cut off. And I, I don't think that can be true. I don't think every American who goes to Mexico has their dick cut off and sewn onto a soccer ball. I, I don't, I just have to imagine that's not the statistic. Is that, but is that a chance you're willing to take? I mean, that's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty bad. Honestly. It's just I about mean, the last thing I imagine you'd want happen to you. Um, I don't, I don't want that. here's, here's my, here's, here's the issue that I'm having, right? We, when we last spoke, when we last did this podcast, you had all these plans and then when I inquired, I said, so what's your deal? Are you going to Mexico? And he said, no, I'm going to I'm gonna shoot back to L.A. But, you know, when you have time off, let's do some shit. I got to get out of the house. And I said, that sounds cool. You've now sat on your hands so long in Albany that you could have just gone to these towns in Mexico and still arrived back in L.A. at the same time you're projecting. Yes, but I'm going to now Kansas City. So where would you go if you were canceled? Um, I might become like that McCaffrey guy and just live on a boat. Not a bad idea. You know, a, a friend of mine who has been canceled has uh, uh, set up shop in Kansas City because there's no, I mean, I don't even, Who's going to recognize you in Kansas City? They don't even got fucking TVs. You know what I mean? They yeah, definitely don't got phones. Yeah. That's so it, the I am through going through Kansas City and a friend is going to be in Kansas City and he is staying at our mutual friend's house who is a man who has been canceled and uh I will probably hang out with them for the for a de- a night Friday probably and then get on the train again the following day. So that is currently the plan. So I'll be probably there late on Sunday would be my guess. Maybe. Um, you, you really but, just want to see me die, I guess. That's what you, 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 you're, you're <laughs> you know, just, when I'm building you into my plans, people are like, my dad's like, why don't you stay for a month? And I go, I do live on the other side of the country. And he goes, who cares? We feed you here. And I go, yeah, but my roommate might just stop picking up the phone. And then I'm, I'm going to have it in my mind that he's swinging in the, in the, Apartment. I, I won't even know who to call to look into that because the late our old property manager was fired, and I. I so you are the chief. My chief concern. Mm. Yeah, you know, sometimes it doesn't really feel like it. I just, I, you know, I just want to <laughs> just want to say, you know, it feels a little uh, neglect. No. So uh, regarding our property manager, when I got back, there was a note on our door, no, informing us that we have a new property manager. And it was left there the day I left. So for the uh, however long I was gone, three weeks, people have just known that this apartment has been fucking empty, which is great. That's a really great property managing. They've definitely taken all of our mail. Every package <laughs> that arrived for me is now in the hands of the guy, like some kid that runs a streetwear brand. 
That's that's a fact. So it's I, I'm 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 happy that they did that. You know, I'm ha- I'm really I'm glad to know that people knew that we were, and no one gives a shit. I don't even think anyone lives on our floor. Uh, yeah, that's true. Since the guy that beats his wife, I haven't has been missing. I don't I don't even know if is there anybody. Oh, there's the weird cuck guy at the end of the hall. Yeah, there's the cuck guy at the end of the hall. There's, I think. Uh, let's call he's let's call him skinny Frazier. <laughs> I think there's maybe a gay couple at the end of the uh, at the other end of the hall. Um, Yo, can I l- let me just air this out? If you are a young Frazier, cut your fucking hair. It is seriously like if you're bald in that very Frazierish way, it works on dignified dudes, older dudes. Same thing with mustaches. Mustaches don't work on young dudes. Cowboy hats don't work on young dudes. And likewise, that cucked out sort of, you know, I don't care about my looks because I'm smart. You know, I don't care about my girlfriend's looks because I'm above it. You let go of that shit. It's, fuck, stop faking. I hate that shit. Mm, so you're saying if you're balding, just cut it all off? Yeah, sh- shave it down. Do not do the... F- admit that that guy at the end of the hallway, you saw him and you immediately had a bad feeling about him. Oh, he's he's the living representation of the soy face meme. Oh God! Like it's that's it's like scary. You, it's scary how accurate it is. It, it, he doesn't even like. He, he looks like he would play in like less savvy fav or something like like in the <laughs> early two thousands, you know, and, and but not even that cool. Like the L.A. version that can't play music. God, I, I when I see him, I throw up. Yeah. No. Same. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's luckily I've only seen him maybe twice in the entire time we lived here. I've seen his partner, partner, roommate, question mark. Yeah. I don't know exactly. I've seen someone that lives there with him. His roommate could be, yeah, could be a situation like ours and they have a red pill podcast also, or could be gay. Who's to say exactly. Um, but he's a, he was a. He made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, because he's broken. When you're around him, you're like, oh, there's there's no will in you. You're just floating through life without without effect. You make me sick. There's so I will say though that I'm glad that the people with dreams got the fuck out of our building. Oh yeah, the, they're gone. The streetwear kid, the I don't know. Let's I, I think he was a Filipino, Filipino streetwear kid, uh, and. Uh, is gone and the girl that was singing all the time yep, practicing her vocals to be a successful vocal person lol uh she's gone everybody who had dreams has moved on yeah they all dipped but however the the uh people who smoke crack in the alley behind us is still there yeah 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 they're, they're, they're well they're living their dream yeah exactly that's actually true um i got we have no choice but to support our uh Unhoused neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> LA, now, honestly, can I say please. that, like, goddamn, like, there must be some reality warping. There's some kind of, maybe it's toxoplasmosis, like, when you're in New York that gets in your brain. Because, like, as soon as you come back to California, you're like, fuck, it's so much nicer here. Fuck. Everybody in New York's tampon has gone bad. <laughs> Dude. New York sucks, man. I, 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 while I was there, I, I, I went back to my, my old office and, 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 you know, I had been there like at the, 
height of the pandemic to take care of some shit. And like it, New York was like World War Z. Now it's like it's I guess it's better, but it's it sucks. It's not normal. It just feels weird now. It feels weirder than it did when it felt like a post-apocalyptic movie. Have you been keeping abreast of the mayoral race? Yes. <laughs> My God. Um, Yo, so, so hold on. Normally go. I wouldn't make our listeners endure New York mayoral politics, but uh, I just want to point out that the front runner is a former law officer, former cop who has promised to wear his sidearm while attending events in the capacity of mayor. Are you aware of that, Eric? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that is that's Adams, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, he's the front runner, which is <laughs> I, uh, today. Today got endorsed by George Floyd's brother. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Wow. <laughs> oh no. I think it's. I think it's really. We've talked about it a little on here, but the progressive candidates are just like fucking train wrecks. Uh, the progressive candidate, uh, the front runner there, uh, well, both were destroyed. Both were destroyed from the inside. So everybody, when, uh, whenever, when you see like kind of trolls in, in the comment section saying the left eats itself, I mean, there's just no avoiding that fact that when you get into serious utopian view- viewpoints, you're never concerned about the practic- practicalities of things. And you fuck yourself. The one guy got fucked on a me too that literally not a living person believes not. No one believes it. I don't know. I don't know if you heard the dude that got interviewed on uh, uh, uh fucking uh, fifth column. He's a, he's a, a longtime New York reporter. Uh, he was in a zoom call with one of the uh, progressive. Uh, I forget what you fuck you call him. Basically like the community groups and, the dude just said no uncertain terms. Oh yeah, that candidate's a great guy. It made me feel terrible that I that I had to do that. I wish him the best of luck. That that is pull his support. But uh, you know, I got all these women yelling at me. <laughs> like yo, you just like you said the the quiet part out loud. That oh hey, the the guy who had the best chance of winning uh, is getting murdered from people who probably honestly are not his constituents, uh, just people online who are saying, Oh no, we can't associate with this guy. Uh, no, you got to pull your support. This thing that again, literally nobody believes it. It is destroyed a guy's career. The other woman, do you know her deal? Yeah. So she, correct me if I'm wrong. She, uh, she's big on the defund the police tip. And then it came out that her partner was hiring a private security force for her dangerous neighborhood of South park slope. Listen, here's what she got really killed on is her staffers tried to unionize and she fired them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I was, I heard, I did hear that and I was confused as how a union for a campaign would work. Yo, listen, it, it, there, it, there are so many twenty-year-olds who have never been around a union person in their life ever, but they think the idea of unions are really cool, and they don't understand that that not ev- not every field can be unionized. Yeah, that, <laughs> so, that's the th- unions are really cool. I just I don't see how it works in that instance. 
yo, there's, I, I'll call them kids for lack of a better term. It's not an insult. It's just a, uh, it's just a marker. Uh, kids are really into unions, but kind of, I swear to Jesus, have never even talked to their union uncles, you know, because they don't get that the, the collective bargaining requires collective. It requires a good volume of people. It, it, it unionizing, like when you talk about, yeah, our shop went union, uh, you know, you're usually talking about forming coalition with, with a very big union and falling under the auspices of it. The idea that you are going to unionize your Baskin Robbins is fucking crazy. Not because it shouldn't exist. I have no opinion on that just because it's not gonna. So to destroy somebody's, if you believed in that candidate to just to destroy (laughs) her election run on a pipe dream that will not happen, but you ruin somebody else's ambition strikes me as the height of selfishness. Like you're just a lunatic at that point. Well, yeah, every day it's hard to form unions when you throw out, you throw, you ruin the lives and throw in the garbage. Everyone who's ever been mean to their girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, well, but that's a different thing. Those different candidate, this candidate, they just imagine that the, you are the second, uh, of the progressive candidates running for this, uh, you, the guy ahead of you has a me too. So you are rocketed to the front. You're going to take this thing and you don't know if you're going to take the election. You've got some stiff competition, but you're going to get some real numbers. Your political career is moving forward. And then you get hit with an email. Hey, Judy, some of us are unhappy about the hours. We're thinking we're going to start a union. Uh, do we have your support? And you're like, what are you, what Jesus Christ, can I just, it's two months away. Can I just finish the fucking election? Yeah. So you got these people that like essentially, and again, everybody, I don't give a fuck about your fucking unions. Good. If you got a union, good support, you know, I hope you're all sitting outside fucking, uh, you know, drinking Powerade right now. Like every other union guy I've ever seen. They got, they got the, I like those big inflatable rats. That, That looks fun. Yeah, that's uh, you know what that's the best job in the union is dri- is driving the inflatable rat to to to, to uh, the the work sites. It's so much fun. It. Yo, I would not for the life of me, I would not hire anybody younger than me. Yeah, that's that's I'm I'm with that. I'm one on. <laughs> I, I, I hope I'm never in the position where I have to hire people for, I should say, well, I have hired people before, but not for my company. I've hired them to work on television shows. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't want to deal with anyone on the planet in a more deeper way than, Hey, let's get lunch. You know, like I don't want to have any commitment towards anybody because I just cannot trust them. I don't trust anybody. Yeah, that's... that's, that's, And I don't trust anybody's ability... Here's the problem. I don't trust anybody's ability to uh, address a grievance in an adult fashion. Oh, definitely not. But that's... that's, To me, that's nothing new. That's... This is like... That's... that's, that's, But yeah, I I get what you're saying, though. Um, (laughs) You know, New York... uh, It looks like this Adams... Here's the thing. The primary, I think, is this week... They're doing this ranked choice thing, so it's going to take a while to count the votes. So it might, it could take like a month or something like that. Um, but 
and then the actual elections in November. But really, whoever wins this Democratic primary will be the mayor unless something crazy happens where they which is possible. You know, whoever is the uh, the primary candidate could implode upon official campaigning. And then the Republican is just the last guy left standing. It's possible. It's uh, doubtful, though. So generally doubtful, but anything could happen, as you said. And here's what I'm finding. I, I mean, I'm legitimately triggered by the the, the way that uh, statistics are reported and then fought over. We've talked about this recently. So the big one is, hey, the progressives in the this was a New York Post article today. The progressive candidates are going to lose uh, the mayoral race because uh, this crime is spiking. This is an actual argument I saw online. I've told you this before that this is always the thing. Everybody always has to claim that the that the statistic is wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so it's true. The New York Post was not being fully honest. However, sometimes the spirit of a thing is relevant. Here's where I, Eric, you tell me what's important here. Uh, crime is down in New York City. Are you aware of that? Um, no, I thought it had gone up. Okay, so here's here's what's interesting. So New York Post says progressives are going to lose because crime is spiking. People online who think that they're progressive jump out and say crime isn't spiking. This is the most dishonest thing in the world. Uh, burglaries are are or overall crime is down two percent. Burglaries are down a ton. Which yes, of course, burglaries are down. Everybody's at home. Yeah. Yes. Over the last fucking year, you could expect that burglaries would be down. That only stands to reason, right? Sure. So. Uh, also rapes are down. Okay. That also makes sense. People are not out. Okay. Yep. Do you know what's up? Violent gun deaths. Which has doubled gun crimes and murders. Yeah. (laughs) Now here's a question. Is it possible to say, hey, uh, crime overall has gone down 2% perhaps because crimes that we associate with people being out uh, didn't have an opportunity to happen over the year. So to, to date for the year, yes, gun crimes are, or these other crimes are down. However, it is very alarming that in a time when people are not out, that fucking murders could go up by double. So is that not worth addressing? Also, furthermore, is it worth saying that burglaries and rapes, as terrible as they are, are perhaps, j- th- those are like, one a and one b one would be murder and murder is a concern for many people they don't want to be murdered (laughs) so why can't we just be fucking honest and say yeah look it uh uh i don't know if this is why progressive candidates are losing uh it is true that crime is down however that's a depending on what types of crimes you care about or your life the types of crimes that are up are concerning. Why is that so hard to say? Why does everybody have to have an angle? Because if they say that that that's it, it defeats their whole thing, you know, it defeats the whole or and, and it actually doesn't really. But that's I what guess, I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. like, yo. there's to, there's so many conversations that you could have there where you don't say, yeah, you know what? I'm a loser. I don't know what I'm talking about. You could just have a normal conversation where you go, look, I but, but, and you just work each other's concerns out instead of going. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen. But, yeah, but you're, talking, I mean, you're talking about a group of people that don't 
engage in debate or things like or think that things like devil's advocate are actively you know violent to their beliefs so like when you don't do that you don't have any chops and you don't know how to have conversations and you don't know how to debate things and you don't know how to go through ideas then yeah your only recourse is full-scale de- re- reality denial or obfuscation so doesn't surprise me in the least that that's the path that they choose and but but i think furthermore i think the progressive candidates are as we said, seemingly are imploding because their campaigns just are yes, that's, a mess. That, that, that's correct. That's correct. It that, doesn't have to, the main it doesn't thing. have to do with with gun crime or rapes. Yeah, and it's also if crime is going to be your front running issue, New York is a cop town. It has yes. it, and it, 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 listen, it's changed a lot in the last ten years. I don't think it's as much as a cop town as it's been historically, but it's still a pretty big cop town. It has the largest police force in the world. It would be weird if it didn't, if it wasn't a cop town. Cop you know town. I mean? So it, it, yes, it's very strange when people from outside or people whose relationship with New York is is uh, like a very passive four years there. You know, sure. uh, of which I try to be every time that I'm fucking trapped in New York. I try to make it as passive as possible, let it all wash over me. But the people that who have that experience and viewpoint who don't realize that, oh, hey, while it's true that many cops live in Jersey, many cops live in Staten Island, that's all true, uh, they're still in New York every day. It's a cop town. It has the largest police force in the world. It's It adds up. And it's a very powerful lobbying group. Very, yeah. very you, you have a lot of leverage when you are like, okay, gun crime going up gun crime doubling right murders going up 100% however you want to put the language on these that's a quite a bargaining chip for a cop you know like that's quite a uh, like okay uh, hey everybody uh you want this to stop we can bring back stop and frisk which is the thing that they're talking about under a different name eric yep that i want everybody to think about this one of the largest cities in north america controlled exclusively by Democrats uh, in a state that is likewise on average, the, the, the notion that people are pivoting to, Hey cops, I like you so much right now. I want one of you to be the mayor. Are we supposed to take nothing from this? Mm. I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you, dude. I, I, I think the, the, I don't know. Everything is, is seriously fucking confusing. Every and, 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 and no one even knows where we're at at all with anything. Like, it's, how would you even define, like, ideologically the Democratic Party? Like, it's seemingly the party of corporate interests, chiefly, you know? Like, especially when it comes down to actual legislating. And then it also it's also, like, the party of, like, I mean, under that umbrella falls like a, the AOC and like the woke types, but like they certainly don't feel represented and certainly are not represented uh, policy wise. And then it's like, you know, so what are they? You know, it's also like where a lot of the moderates live. It's where a lot of the, you know, kind of just the pussy hat Clintonites and stuff. And that's kind of that's a different person than the the AOC type, although not really. Here's what here's what I've realized, honestly, is like. Building off of what we talked about last time concerning like moderates and like centrists and shit like that, one of the things that people shit on them for a lot is 
well, you uphold the status quo, right? We all agree the status quo is bad and centrists uh, do nothing better than effect no change and uphold the status quo because they're not radical enough. Radical enough. He, I can't think of anything that's upheld the status quo more of the last 10 years is fringe idiots on either side gumming up the works and unable to work with each other. More so, if, if moderates have a position, it's, hey, everybody, can we chill the fuck out and maybe figure out a way where both of our needs can get met and then we can actually do things? But no, you just want to live on your island and hurl bombs at each other and nothing has supported the corporate, the corporatist fucking uh, oligarchy regi- regime more than that bullshit. So I'm fucking over people and their stupid nonsense. Like people generally just want some normal shit, right? And like normal shit is, I guess, I guess in the, you know, in the Democratic Party, sort of. I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know. It's just, everything's just like very, people, everything is very annoying to me these days. Uh, You just said something profound that nobody cares about or will listen to. Congratulations. (laughs) What, that whole rant or what? Yeah, that whole rant is exactly right. That. Uh, if the fringe, if the fringes negate each other, then all you're left with is uh, a kind of a dispassionate, dispassionate centrism, uh, and nobody gets what they want except for you, Mister Moderate. I mean, but I'm not getting anything I fucking want. I mean, because that's the real, that's the, like another conceit of the whole thing. Like, Eric, you just want Jim Crow, <laughs> Jim Eagle, Jim Eagle. <laughs> I want, I want affordable health care. I want higher wages. Those are the two main things I want, and those are pretty fucking. I guess the fact that no one really, even like fucking, uh, even even Medicare for all is like faded into the background of like. Oh, listen, when progressives tossed out Bernie. It was a wrap for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when, when you're like, yo, fuck this old man. It's like, oh, I get it. I get it. This, this is really just about uh, posting like a fucking rose in your fucking Twitter. I get it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not about actually changing shit. Cause like, look, I think AOC is a fucking fraud, but she's also the best chance any of these fucking clowns have towards making a change. So it's like, once you toss these people out because they're not extreme enough for you, you lost the fucking game. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I, I, dude, 
Bernie was our our last hope. <laughs> like Bernie was the only is the only thing that's like actually made sense to me. And he's I I, I mean I threw his old ass in the garbage. You know it's it's uh, that shit is done. You know so uh, I don't know. I, I I guess we're just gonna get stuck with this like Biden corporatism for a while because he's inoffensive. That I, I you know or we'll just get bored with that and we'll elect Trump again in four years, which to me seems unless he has a stroke inevitable it's entirely possible he's old so yeah that's a concern but as you and i've talked about i i dare i dare anybody in our listenership to create a scenario where if he runs he doesn't win like just run the scenarios by us there's there's nothing that's going to come out to expose him because his voter doesn't care about that and if his opposition is a very disliked person, which is Kamala Harris, uh, who doesn't walk in with any of the goodwill that Joe Biden did. Uh, just run the scenario forward. I'd love to, uh, honestly, give us a call, listeners, if you can conceive of a scenario where in, in a presidential election, Kamala beats Trump. Like, just what would the scenario be? Like, Trump has a stroke and and can't speak. He 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 uh, has to type with his nose. Like, what what possible scenario can we run here? Here's here's the reality, man. And and listen, I feel like we've talked about this before. A lot can fucking change in the the time between now and then. If it doesn't, then holy fuck, we're really cashed. If if we can't move on. And we revert back, then Jesus, we kind of deserve what happens to us. Um, that being said, if we're running the scenario ahead of time, here's for the Democrats to survive. Here's what would have to happen: Kamala would have to be like, you know what? I'm not seeking the nomination, and then yeah, you let just me give have, it to somebody with a lot of energy. You, you just we have a primary, and you get somebody in there that that's likable, and they go against Trump, and then they win, or they go against you know Ron DeSantis, and and they win. You know that that's maybe possible. She would have to bow out, but if she doesn't bow out, and which she, which she can't because of what it says about the country, she can't. She can't, I could see a world in which she might, but I don't necessarily see it happening. Basically, if the yeah, if the if the election is between the man who has the second most votes in 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 electoral history or someone who couldn't crack 1% in the 2020 primaries i have a prediction for you <laughs> likewise uh, so that's kind of where that that's kind of where that stands um it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go that way but um you know again trump could stroke out she could say fuck it uh, but, you know, DeSantis would probably be a pretty strong Republican candidate also. Like, I think he could probably beat Kamala Harris. He'd beat her. I think he would. And you know what I mean? Like, so, eh, you know. Oh, and, my and, God. And how crazy is it? Real quick. How crazy is it that Dems have basically conceded that they're going to lose the House and possibly Senate next in, in next year? I mean, good to be realistic, but they love to lose. So that's not even like a... That's not like a, 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 they don't feel guilty about that admission. They're like, or they've got an erection. They're subs. Those Yo, are subs, Eric. They've already, they're laying down. They're like, well, we're going to lose the house next time around. So what, <laughs> what the fuck? What? It's like over a year away. What are you talking about? No, no, no point in trying. 
Uh, the, all they want to do is like, well, we got to get rid of the filibuster so that when we, so that when we lose the house, we really have no power. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it, what they're. It's crazy. Subs, Eric. <laughs> it's true. Subs, like they're just laying on the floor, letting the Republicans stand on their chest and just take a fat dumper on their mouth. No, they're 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 letting Republicans ash their cigarette into their spread butthole. <laughs> That's basically what's fucking happening. These are it's subs, Eric. Crazy! I can't be fucking. I it's it's kind of astounding. Those are, um, that's that's sub life. It's what it, do we want to? Um, I had a talk? big question for you. Oh, you have a question to go. What age do you think your brain stopped working? Oh, I think my brain still works pretty well. I mean, well, I don't know. It's, I don't. I don't think I'm necessarily firing on all cylinders. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Uh, yeah, okay. It didn't. It didn't halt. You're not in a vegetative state. But <laughs> when do you think that you became? You you no longer feel you're gaining sharpness. You're just losing it. As soon as I got the vaccine. Because <laughs> <laughs> listen. I'm so grateful that our listenership grows. I'm grateful that there's people that are interested in the type of conversation which we're having, which is basically it's, it's, as we always discuss, it's not particularly funny. It's just two people having a public conversation in the way that many people might have a private conversation. So people connect with that. And I'm very grateful. However, I think about how goddamn stupid we sound and not because of our opinions, which I think are like, you know, we confess are underinformed and, but just our syntax is it's, if you said, if you had told me that either one of us or both of us had received a head injury in the past six months, I would believe it. Yeah. I'm with that. I mean, you're comparing us to, podcasts that do way better than us and have way smarter people on them like and i've also noticed i think when i listen to the fifth column that they're editing out when they do um and uh there's like sly edits in there and shit so we're giving you we're the real deal i think that's what people like about us is we're two incredibly average people (laughs) average average white man average uh average abilities um and maybe they relate to that i don't know i i and so so i think that's what maybe people we're just fucking normal real dudes that's all hold on what's your what's your uh deplorable name what's your working person name um mm, ron mexico no you're ron mexico i'm uh no just just think of a single white guy name just a one word white guy name taylor smith well that's two words all right so you're you're tay tay and and i'm kev and (laughs) So I'm trying to plan our a competing podcast where we market to a completely different person, and we're going. F- so we call it mediocre white man, and it's it's like establishment red pill. You know what I mean? Like where it's just like Republican brain person, and it's just about talking about appealing to the working person, and, and uh, we can get into our class shit, but then we got to kind of like we got to put it through the lens that we're resentful because we're white. You know, so it, so is it, we're we're Jacobin Magazine. It, we are, we are no. But I tell you what, we never get to libertarianism because that is like it's, that. So what's interesting is I follow so many of these conservative types, right? And uh, I follow a lot of libertarians as well, and watching where they refuse to intersect is super interesting. 
because it's it's on the cultural shit that you lose people, right? Yeah. Because like a libertarian would say, I don't it's I don't believe it's the state's job to police your body in any respect. Get an abortion, do drugs, just stay out of my business. And then of course you have a cultural conservative who would say, like, oh my God, <laughs> you know? So the, the that space where they refuse to touch is very interesting because th- then on the topic of free markets, obviously they have like a lot in common. Uh, but I, I think that we could occupy that space as, you know, mediocre white men. We just lean into this type of like white resentment. We never say anything racist, obviously, but we're just playing to the, we're playing to the slightly educated deplorable. You're Tay. I'm Kev. Just, you, we, you're from Kansas city. I'm from the Chicago land area, but never actually been into Chicago. And we uh, do our Midwest podcast. You you can do an affected accent of some type that falls in and out. Uh, and I think we can make some money doing this. Really? You think so? I don't know that those people spend, I don't know that they listen to podcasts or spend money on things. Oh no. They, listen, the biggest people don't get it. The, Shapiro Ben Shapiro does insane numbers, but Steven Crowder is like a mega force. Like he does numbers that crush any. It's like he's constantly deplatform deplatformed, and he's doing bigger numbers than CNN. Which is that's crazy. Yeah, and it's all a dude like him. Like I think I think legitimately we're funnier than him. I've seen his attempts at comedy, and it's like it's. Oh my God! It's it's as the kids say, quite cringe. Yeah, listen, he's he's sharper and infinitely smarter than us, but he's he's too stay his comedy's too staged, obviously, you know. And it's it's also like it's like the he's like the dark John Stewart because it's got this like glib rhythm to it, you know. Um, by the way, are you excited at all the people that have come out against John Stewart since the oh, last time we spoke? We have to talk about that because I can't believe we didn't even mention it last time. But yeah, the the John's. Oh my God! First of all, as a as a red pilled lib, I fucking love John Stewart. Holy shit! Like my love for him is as as potent as it was in 2011. So good. F- thank God. Thank God he fucking said that shit because. Our podcast and what we do here and and all the, the the shit that I like, I have been feeling like an insane person for the last year <laughs> thinking that the that the that the lab leak stuff had an amount of credibility to it. And the, Yo, you got and, you got gaslit. Like I and John Stewart pulled me out of it. He said, No, man. He's he personally went up to the TV, he came out of the screen and he said, No, man, you're not you're not crazy. Trust me, I'm your liberal hero. Okay, so I never had a particularly strong affection for Jon Stewart, but I also never disliked him either. Seems like a nice guy. Uh, he goes on Colbert and he he just kind of drops the most reasonable bomb. It's insane that it's a bomb. So yes, it's still, look, We you and I are still getting gaslit. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, because the only outlets that are reporting on this for the first week were conservative outlets, uh, nobody else wanted to touch it because if you touch it, you draw attention to it. Uh, basically, John Stewart goes on Colbert and says that the lab leak thing is it's an incredibly viable thing to pursue. Um, I mean, he that, says, but in like the, incredibly likely. 
yeah, incredibly likely. Um, and, uh, you know, it's Colbert is obviously uncomfortable, although I thought people were a little unfair because Colbert's role is to be the stiff dude. Right. So I thought people were a little, you know, yes, he's absolutely cucked as hell and just a mechanism of the, the corporate Dems in every I'm, respect. I'm also, I'm pretty sure, maybe not anymore, but at least for a time, I'm pretty sure John Stewart was one of the executive producers of the Colbert Late Show. So, oh, I mean, I'd be yes, I, that that wouldn't shock me at all. Certainly, the Colbert Report. He he had to be. A, a no, producer. he definitely was the Colbert Report. But even the the CBS Colbert Late Show, I I know that was the case when it started, but I, it started before all the Trump shit. So maybe he was. I I don't know. I I mean, you could easily look it up. I'm not going to. You can look it up. Okay, more. so everybody, he he does that shit. And watching the the fallout from it, which was just conservative outlets said, everybody check this out. Uh, John Stewart, who we all disliked when when he was around, is now underlining in no uncertain terms just how corporate his counterpart is, and just how scared his his protege is and they used it as an opportunity to, to illustrate hey you thought things were bad they're worse than that because they've gotten worse like john stewart might have been saying things that we the conservative press didn't agree with 10 years ago but we didn't think that he was simply an arm of the of the democratic right. party yeah. and more to the point the corporate press right so but look, his 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 protege is most certainly that because you can watch the panic, uh, and it is uh, so they run with that. Uh, the mainstream press tries to uh, left leaning quote unquote press corporate dem press basically tries to ignore it, and now they had to come out in the last few days and acknowledge that it happened because people were talking about it enough. And Eric, here's my point. I believe it was a lab leak. However, I'm basing that just on the Occam's razor of the fact that there was a lab that specialized in, in this type of virus at the epicenter of this particular outbreak. Yeah. That that was John Stewart's point. It's what most it's what most non-science people would draw as the immediate conclusion. <laughs> and and it makes a lot of sense on the surface. Now, all of that said. I am not marrying myself to a hypothesis. No. Because frankly, I think the strangest thing I've seen in the last year of a strange year is people picking sides in science as though they're teams and running with it regardless of what facts come out at all. So I guess my question is, Eric, if why are some people sticking by the fact that it absolutely cannot be a lab leak? Uh, I suppose because they've married themselves to that notion that they are scared of either saying that they were maybe wrong or uh, being wrong in general. Like I, I, I don't, that's the only reason I could see, or if you're, if you are an arm of the corporate media, that perhaps it's your job to continually say that 
this lab leak thing is a racist conspiracy theory. Um, you know, it, like you said, it became ideological. So once it's a belief, it doesn't matter what's real. It's what you're, it's what you're tied to. And to, to untether yourself is to commit haram, you know? So it's, that's kind of how I see it. I, I don't understand. I just like, I understand that people backed away from the notion because of what Trump, because it, Trump said, yeah, maybe. And they said, I cannot ever in good conscience think a thing that's in conjunction with him. If he said he loves ice cream, I will say that all ice cream tastes like diarrhea dog poo. So, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's where their minds are at. Um, it's a rough mind. It's a, it's a stupid, it's like an, it's a deeply unthinking mind. I assume Trump wipes his ass, right? Yeah, he, uh, well, I, I haven't been in the bathroom with him, but I, one presumably, would presumably he, he does basic hygiene stuff, right? I, I like, would co-sign that hypothesis, yeah. So I, I would ask these people, hey, uh, are you going to withhold ass wiping for the next four years while this guy's in office because he wipes his ass? Are you going to not brush your teeth because this man brushes his teeth? Uh, are you, um, I, I don't even know, are you, are you not going to try to get eight hours of sleep because he shoots for eight hours of sleep? Like, it's it's like at what point do you draw this line and go? Oh, I'm being unreasonable. I'm allowing somebody else to set the terms for my life, in opposition. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm so keen on not being mistaken for a man that nobody would ever mistake me for, that I will do anything, including self harm or look like a fucking fool, to not be anything like him. Well, all I'll say is that. I mean, yeah, it's an insane notion. And I think people were under this weird mind spell while he was in office. And now I think that he's gone, that I think there are people still under that mind spell, but I think they're in a, in a very, I couldn't say how large, but I think they're in a minority at this point. I mean, on the COVID tip, California is fully open and no one, I would say one out of every six people is wearing a mask wherever you go. You go to Starbucks, you go to Whole Foods, you go to In-N-Out. All the signs have changed too. You don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated and you know, no one's checking cards yeah. or looking for the Band-Aid on your arm. So, But like, you can go anywhere and do anything in the city as far as my limited uh, interaction with the city is based on my neighborhood uh, and you don't have to wear a mask anywhere. And most people aren't. Some are, but most people aren't. So I think it's. I think we're gonna see some percolations of normality or sanity, maybe crop back up. You know what I mean? And I've even, honestly, I've even seen it online. I don't. I don't interact with Twitter as much as I used to, but I, I have this tweet here that I'd like to read. Um, this comes from the account at uh, Film Updates says HBO Max Gossip Girl will avoid glorifying its characters' wealth and lifestyles, according to the showrunner Josh Safran. Quote, these kids wrestle with their privilege in a way in a way in a way the original didn't. In light of Black Lives Matter, in light of Occupy Wall Street, things have shifted. 
Occupy Wall Street was 10 years ago, my guy. Yeah, um, my guy. <laughs> but so all the responses to this are clowning on it. Like the top response says, gossip they, them. You know, like, <laughs> so like, that's like a modicum, like we're allowed to joke about things. Like that's a modicum of sanity. That's fun. I haven't seen that in a minute. I feel like if this was even six months ago, if they put this out, everyone would be like, great job, like hand clap emoji, you know? Uh, yes. I think that, uh, I, look, I think there's two worlds as we've discussed a lot. Someone, wait, real, quick, real quick. Someone says Occupy Wall Street happened in fall 2011 when the original series was on the air. Yeah. I, I, I had that thought <laughs> when, you, when you said it <laughs> and nobody's thought about it since I've thought about, nope. I've thought, I have thought about Occupy Wall Street and talked about it on this podcast more than anybody in North America has talked about Occupy Wall Street since it happened. Correct. Yeah, that's that's like my boomer. You you, you never see me more boomer than when I'm like, and Occupy Wall Street had the uh, had the clearest vision at first, and then people are like all of our listeners go, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, they go listen to this old fuck. <laughs> Corporatism one stop. You got Biden in there. He's doing. He's doing all the. He's licking all the corporate boots. And speaking of which, uh, does anybody care what he does at all? No. <laughs> Maybe conservatives will pretend to be outraged in the way that, like you know, libs kind of feigned outrage every time Trump lifted his pinky. There, there, there is like a class of like idiot right wing boomer conservative that like. Biden will be like, come on, man. And they'll be like, oh, he's not taking it seriously. Look at him. He's horrible. Um, but like as far as like Dems, even like progressives and stuff, no, yeah, no, no one, no one, everyone like he'll do something to benefit the corporate class. And you'll have a Dem Soch on Twitter be like, yo, this guy sucks. And everyone will go, yeah, yeah, we know. And then that's that's as far as the discourse goes. But I mean, he was just chilling with Putin and literally nobody seems to know or care anything about what happened. Oh, well, everybody understands that that was just a fucking photo op, right? Like it had no, it served no practical purpose. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I thought it was interesting that we're at that place. I don't, I don't even know what president that would be where people are just, relieved so they're just saying uh you know what let, let the let him do his thing man <laughs> let, let, let him do his thing it's 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 cool just people people on. won't admit to this but we just want to go back to not caring yeah 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 nobody and, wants to believe that and and we are but we're not admitting to it you know we are we have but we're not admitting to it right like we just want to not fucking care we want a guy, a, he's a regular old guy in a suit. He's doing presidenty things. He's not really doing anything crazy, but he's not doing anything that's going to make anyone's life that much tangibly better. Uh, every, you know, COVID lockdowns are going away. Everyone's pretty happy about that. You know, if the lockdown shit was still going on, if COVID was still busting, then then, you know, people would have maybe more words for him because we can't help but do anything but care. But at least for now and for the summer, we're just on a vacation from care. <laughs> like, no. And it's like it's got to be 
the ruling class, the political elite, the the corporate elite, this is their like fucking wet dream, is it not? Oh yeah. Oh it, yeah. Like they were like, wow, they got all their mad care out in like one really like tense year. And now we can just do whatever the fuck we want because they're too exhausted. Yes. So hey, you get what you pay for, I guess. At least we can go to baseball games again. <laughs> You know, well, listen, we predicted it, right? We predicted it three years ago. We said Biden's going to be the president because we just want to not, we just want to go back to fucking normal. Yeah. I, and I got, I, I still got to find the kid that was like, you're an idiot. I, I know I harped on this a few times, but this one kid just stuck out in my mind because he insisted that you and I were clueless fools, which by the way, pretty spot on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But this one wasn't hard to anticipate no um i mean yo that's this is what people forget when people are so like entrenched in whatever whatever side that they're on you know what if if they're far right if they're far left they're so entrenched they believe that they are so morally correct that the rest of the world must agree with them because they're trapped in their own echo chamber when it's really like, yo, the entire world or not the entire, the entire country, most of the country, 80%, 90% of the electorate. They just, they just want to live a life that's free from stress. You know, they just want to be as, as as least stress as possible. And that's all they fucking want, you know? So, Biden didn't offend anyone's sensibilities. Bernie scared people. Trump scared people. They said, give me the guy that I can just just go back to normal with. Give that, me the guy that eats ice cream. Yeah, give me the guy who's eating the ice cream. Give me the- Soft the, serve. Yeah, the old man who says, come on, you're being ridiculous. Come on. Like, give me that guy. Because that's, yo, that might be his catchphrase, and it is funny. Come on, man. But that's how everyone on uh, in this country feels. Yeah, no, exactly right. He could put, come if he, if he lived another term, he could put, come on, man, as, <laughs> as his slogan. It would work. It would work. Because 90% of issues that are brought up, people just think, come on, man. You know? Like, <laughs> 100%. Gossip Girl, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. It's a yeah. show about rich people. Come on, man. That's what well, it's about. Firstly, it's weird that that per- is, is, is who is the showrunner? Is it some man? Is that right? Yeah, Josh. Josh uh, Dickhead. <clears throat> some idiot man who doesn't understand that the reason the Kardashians are successful on television isn't because people want to see them constantly questioning their fucking privilege. It's because <laughs> people like to imagine that an opulent lifestyle is available to them. That's the reason people like it. That's the reason it's been successful. Like, yes, the personalities matter, but nobody wants to see Kim Kardashian wrestle with her privilege. Oh my God. I can't think of anything. What do you think? Because it still hasn't happened, but like the whole, the notion of, uh, as, 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 as as right wing punditry like to say, go woke, go broke. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, However you feel about it, it's it's it. There's some truth in there, right? Like the 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 greater appeal to this sort of like I won't even say diversity, but just sort of this like appeal to like 
we be- we at the uh, at Raytheon or we at uh, I guess more in like entertainment culture, we at the Academy believe in accountability and blah 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 woke language or whatever. Yo, it doesn't yield you larger profit margins. So no. what are you gonna do? Well, the average person just hears that and goes, "Ugh, I had to take this fucking. I, I, I we had this. We I had to take this as a class when I got my job at Amazon." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck. You know, like, you know what 90% of the world feels when they hear that? Come on, man. Yeah, 100%. Come on, man. So, but like, we've seen it time and time again where this this appeal to this thing just, it's not, it's not moving the need. Like, you're like these, you're a business. And I don't know exactly, I'm not really talking about any one thing specifically. I'm just talking about when, I guess, larger entities adopt the woke thing. It doesn't it doesn't seem to increase their profitability in any way, which is their, their entire, that's what they exist for is to make money. That's how that, that's how this works. But we haven't seen it move away from that yet. And I I have to, if I were to make another prediction on this show is I, I have to see it kind of looming on the horizon as things go back to normal in terms of COVID, as things go back to normal ish in terms of, our political rhetoric, our ability to joke about certain things. As we chill out, I have to imagine there'll be some kind of pivot, you know? But, like, I haven't seen it yet, and I don't know. And, and, and you know, in terms of, especially for things like cable, where, you know, primetime viewership is in the low hundred thousands, where it used to be in the tens of millions less than 10 years ago, as and and now that has moved squarely to things like YouTube and podcasts, you know, how long are these advertisers going to stick around? In it to a, how long are they going to attach themselves to a thing that's clearly dying? And will this thing that's clearly dying pivot to not die? Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Oh, no. I mean, the writing's on the wall for that type of media. There's just not much. Like, it's the people who get the most out of it are dying. I I mean, and so you think that they're just going to lie down and die? Or no, no, no. They're going to uh, flail around. They're going to attempt to co-op uh, YouTube, which is what they did last year, uh, by essentially pumping money into at YouTube to get uh, premier placements in people's recommends, which is, I don't know if you saw that hustle last year. Uh, they'll do all of this. But at the end of the day, it's radio, right? It's comic books. Com- like, you know, I, I really love comic books. It's... Uh, I think that it'll always exist in the same way that terrestrial radio will likely exist for another 50 years. But it's like, you have to be honest when you're not on 
Uh, There's no, the glory days are over in terms of popularity. You could still innovate in some way, I'm sure, but uh, not with money because there's never going to be another influx of money, you know? So these things will continue to exist in the same way that haberdashery stores are still, they exist, you know, maybe if you live in a major city, you still have radio, you know, and it's just playing Spanish music all day. But, but if, but eventually it's going to be like, yeah, you know, if you live in this town or that town, no, we haven't had a radio station in a few years. I just, I just wonder of like, it seems to me like Trump and COVID combination was like a, you know, these, this industry was on the deathbed and those two things were like a shot of adrenaline to see if they could get this, if they could jumpstart the system. And like, you know, this is, it came back, but it wore off. And yeah. I don't think, I think people are so spent that an injection like that's not going to work. It's not going to be, uh, you know, it's not going to be the variants. It's not gun crime. It's not global warming. People are spent. So what's it going to be then? Because your old tricks aren't working. Do you have tricks up your sleeve or do you just fade into irrelevancy? I don't know. It's interesting. I would I would hope they would follow the trends of the rest of the world and just kind of chill the fuck out instead of trying to freak people out about fake bullshit. Well, um, some of them are, I mean, the, the some of the more hysterical wing of that are getting older. And you tend to grow out of that stuff, except we have, and, and you and I can speak to this, we have extended adolescence to 40. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who are not going to quote unquote grow out of a thing because they, they're at home talking about their fibromyalgia and racism today or like every day, you know? So like, like I get, I'll be honest when I follow the most white bread woman on the planet on Instagram and I see her say something like, yeah, I wouldn't move there because they're racists talking about like some part of the country. Like I wouldn't move to the South. It's racist. I, I really have to pick that. I I have to, I want answers. Like in what respect is that a concern for you? And if it's just a, you know, I find that distasteful. Well, I find it distasteful, but I might lead with the fact that the South on average is dumber than dog shit. Yeah. And that would be what would keep me out of the South. If some type of preference of that type would keep me out of the South. It's, it wouldn't be like, I just think it's interesting when people who don't have stakes are so kind of uh, media trained to but trained by media to kind of have these talking points like racism, like racism is the reason like, yo, white woman who's never dated a person of color in your life to my knowledge has no people of color friends. Racism is really like the reason that you would not move someplace. It doesn't even make sense on the face of it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Look, people are dumb with dirt and they, and they, they do get their cues from media. It's 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 scary to fucking see in practice. Like the way people talk the, that in 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 which they just sort of like mimic the way people talk on TikTok. Like it uh, well, really what, disturbs that, that, me. That's my point. Like 
if you and I were going to make a, an argument for not moving to the South, we would lead with humidity. Oh my God, yes. We wouldn't lead with a thing that likely would not impact us if we lived there for 150 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it, which isn't to say that like, I like the races, the regional racism and the racisms in the United States don't really care for them. I'm just telling you, it's weird to prioritize a, a non-concern over a personal concern when it feels like that's what the moment is directing you to say or do. Right. Well, also and, the type of person that from Connecticut that wouldn't move to the South because it's racist as if racism doesn't exist in Connecticut or the North. Yeah, well, that's, that's another bizarre, that, yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> Some like, bizarre hysteria. Listen, speak, speaking of hysterias, can I, are you familiar? I had to Google this. Are, are you familiar with Darvo? Mm, that was a character on, uh, on Game of Thrones. It is an acronym for deny, attack, and reverse victim and offender. Oh, is this like is is this like a Chinese Communist Party? Is this a Mao thing? No, this is a gaslighting thing that is uh it's basically just the essence of gaslighting, right? Like an example according to the Wikipedia is uh the behavior of former American President Donald Trump in defending himself against sexual harassment allegations. Uh so it's basically like you just say, I didn't do that. I mean, look at this fucking bitch. She fucking attacked. She, she, uh, uh, abused me. And right. okay. So here's my problem with all these, like the, the acronyms and gaslighting and these terms that we're training people to learn. What if it's just the case? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if that is the literal case? Like what, what, what like I read this and I said, Deny, attack, and reverse victim and offender. I said, okay, well, yeah, I, I, people certainly do that. And then, but here's, here's how it's defined by Wikipedia. The abuser denies the abuse ever took place, attacks the victim for attempting to hold the abuser accountable, and claims that they, the abuser, are actually the victim in the situation. So, but here's my point. If you were accused of, that's exactly the behavior that you would do if you were innocent. Yeah. That's yeah. What so I don't understand these ideas because if it's if the behavior that a guilty man would engage in is exactly the same as the behavior that an innocent man would engage in, then these are not particularly helpful markers of any kind. No. Yeah, I mean it 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 doesn't feel nuanced in any sense of the word. It doesn't but like I suppose is for some reason that that scenario is possible. <laughs> like, like, like I, I, well, both scenarios are possible. It's possible. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Can, like both scenarios happen every day on earth. Right. So uh, I don't, we're just talking in circles then because it's like both things could be true. That's why since we've been doing this stupid fucking podcast and we've talked about me too shit, I've always, my, my thing has always been, you just can't blanket the thing. Sometimes people lie and sometimes they don't. And there's evidence to both of those. So when we're talking about the me too of the week, apply that, that knowledge that right. this could either be real or not. Both are very possible. That's my point. Like if you both Darvo each other, then 
it just comes down to the same thing that our grandparents had, which is just a he said, she said. You understand? Like, yeah, it, we have these bizarre acronyms where it's like, yo, you're just choosing the person in that situation you like better. That's it. I guess. I guess. I mean, <sighs> this. I don't know. That that shit is is exasperating to me. I, I I mean, it doesn't it. It also doesn't help that a lot of times, like the the quote unquote, the truth is like. It's difficult to get after because a lot of times it is a he said, she said, or he said, he said, it, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know how you prove a thing. You have to take like, and that's, I guess that's to your point. That's just like, you're just going to take the person's side that you feel more comfortable in taking. But you could be wrong in either instance. If you defend your bro, you could be wrong. He could have did something wrong. Or if you, you know defend what? the per- other person, it might not be real. I don't know how you know. Eric. Yeah. Not being in the same room with you comes with so many costs. And right now I can tell you're doing that thing where you've rested the mic on your chest. Oh, yeah. Wow. How'd you know? Because you sound 150 miles away. It's a highly directional microphone. <laughs> uh, well, so, But you're not in the room with me. I, but I could tell I, I, if you had done that in the room, I would have been like, wait, uh, for a second, I thought I was having a stroke. I was like, oh, the sound is leaving my head. <laughs> Good stuff, man. So what, you're not going to be back here till Sunday. I'm going to have to like sleep on your cot just to get just to have the feeling that you're around. You know, the funniest question I got, I did a little Instagram question thing. Yeah. Funniest question I got was, why don't you have a cool chain like Eric? And, and <laughs> I knew you had been wearing my chain. Your first photo, your weird thirst traps that you're putting up every half an hour. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, is that my chain? It is your chain. I stole it from you. <laughs> What'd you do? You went in my bathroom and said, okay, good. There's no dumps that have been here for the last three weeks. <laughs> yeah, um, actually that's precisely correct. Yeah, uh, I, I came into the apartment and I was like, pretty good. It's in, I did a pretty good job cleaning before I left. But there was like some, there was a tinge of, of, uh, of, of, of harsh smell in the air and I couldn't put my finger on it. turns out it was just an onion that I left in the fridge, but I was like, did this motherfucker like drop a deuce and like, we didn't know about it or I I don't know, but that, and then I saw the chain and I was like, I'm going to wear this shit. And has, has it, has it been working for you? Um, it's worked. We'll just say that. Um, But I look weird with right. it. I think it oddly makes me kind of feminine, which I don't I don't like. Yeah, that's what everybody told me. Yeah? Eh, that kind of makes sense. Well, I'm trying to... I got my Yankee fitted. I got the... I'm trying to make myself... <laughs> I'm trying to look like the most scumbag. As, but remember, remember the meme, Scumbag Steve? Uh, well, I showed your photo to people, and they said he looks like he's going to, like... Uh, he, like he's in high school and yeah. he's, he's wearing he's wearing Axe body spray. <laughs> See, I never that wasn't me in high school, so now I get to experiment a little bit. You know, I mean, I think it's a better look. Th- I think you look significantly better than you did with long hair. Really? You think I looked? Oh, oh, my, you mean you mean I look better with the haircut? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, you you had long hair for everyone's got to try long hair on. I think. Yeah, it's, it's always a failure. It's like a fun, but it's fun while it lasts. I, I I liked having long hair, but I think I'm over that that hill. I'm I'm done with that that life. Should I? Is there a train that goes from um Los Angeles to Las Vegas? No, nothing goes to Las Vegas. It's bizarre. Ugh, damn it! 
Ivy's in Las Vegas this weekend, and I'm thinking. I mean, about- you can you you can take a bus there. Oh. for next to nothing because they just want people in Vegas. So you, you could just take a bus to hang. And what is it, like three hours? No, it's more than three hours. Four hours? I mean, yeah, it's, maybe, like four and cha- it's like four and change. Maybe I'll do that. Um, I mean, if you don't got to go to work, I, I have no idea why you wouldn't be traveling right now. Oh, no, I, I have work right now. But uh, I'm thinking maybe going Friday to Sunday would be fun. Um and then I have one more week of work, and then this is assuming my schedule gets proved that I'll then I'll have off for a month, and we'll have a car, so we can fucking I I just maybe I'll just spend every day of the month of July just hanging with German. Oh, that's not a bad idea, right? What if you just became the new? What if you were German's uh, uh, competition and you started filming homeless people on Venice Beach? No, no, I wanna I wanna be as like I wanna be like the you know the sophomore slump of the seasons of the, of the arc of, of German Venice. And I'm, I'm like the, the sidekick they write into the show <laughs> that everyone's like, That's oh, a good idea. you should pitch that to him. Yeah. Like, like we, uh, what is the sidekick? We don't need the sidekick. Who is this guy? But then like over time, you're like, eh, you know, after a season, it got a little better, you know, like that, that, that's what I'm, I'm going for. I just want to, I just, I honestly, I would like to spend the entirety of the summer on the beach. Um, I'd like to travel a bunch Yo, you really can. You've got this. You got a month off. You can do anything. I know. If you squander it just playing GTA, actually, I don't know if that's squander. That's kind of good. <laughs> well, listen. There's going to be an amount of playing GTA. There, there's no question about that. Perhaps even Red Dead Redemption. If I, should I get around to it? But yeah, no. There's going to be traveling. There's gonna. There's gonna be stuff. I got to. I'm. I'm in the same boat as you. Like I can't. I'm happy to be back in LA, but I can't spend the whole summer in this fucking apartment. I'll go crazy. No, although I will say that it gets better light than, like, my folks' house does not get, like, good light, and it's starting to drive me insane. Like, I think I'm becoming dark-sided. I'm, I'm, this is like how people, The Shining, this is how you murder your family. That sounds likely. I have to go back to New York uh, in September. I'll probably be there for, like, a month, maybe. Oh, my God. Um, but I'm, I don't really, I, I have to because my best friend is getting married, but I, man, I really, I don't, I don't really want to. Yeah. So let's make that a big topic of conversation. Uh, everybody I'm back in town in a week. Uh, so your next episode will be Eric and I talking about shit. That's fun and funny. Uh, thank you for enduring the last month with us where, we uh, just got on here and bitched because uh, we're we're trapped in isolation. Uh, but when when I arrive, I would like to go through your New York experience uh, in a real agree like just gritty detail. Okay, I mean I have a lot of things to say about it. I mean it it got kind of, I mean it was right in the heart of fucking mercury retrograde so it got kind of existential but it was it was affecting it was it made me it was almost like a vision quest like i it made me realize some important things and that's why i had to i was like itching to get back to los angeles like i feel like in in any other world i would have waited for you to get back but i was like i i gotta go i gotta get the fuck out like i had a real i don't know if they put 
psilocybin on on the fucking the the bagel that I got around the corner from my office, but like I I realized I had to get out of there. All right. I I'm gonna get off this phone now. All right. Everybody patreon.com slash worst possible timeline we have to put out a patreon this month because or else we won't get paid so listen we can drown them in them we got another week all right i'm just saying i assume i assume that we're gonna do a fucking like a bunch of video ones you're gonna have nothing to do no but we will but what i'm saying is we have to get one in within the month of june which only has no i'm aware but we got another we got what another week and a half yeah we got another week and a half but if you if you have any inkling that you're going to get jammed up for longer than your projected arrival, we got to do one. Because then, because if you're getting back on Sunday and we have three days, are you kidding? The amount of content that we can supply this world in three days, it's true. But I just, I you're going to be like, yeah, I'm in Kansas, but you know, I'm thinking about uh, going through Manitoba because uh, <laughs> there was a scene from fucking, uh, I don't know, some fucking movie no one's heard of in 40 years that I wanted at, to At close range. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you have to, I need you to kind of pin yourself down a little more. I need to know that you're going to be back here so that we can do it because we got to get paid. That's, that's uh, especially if I'm not going to get paid for a whole fucking month. Oh, we got to talk about how Sean Penn walked in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. Everybody that's listening to me, go listen, go watch at close range. It's on Amazon right now. It it's it's a young Sean Penn and a young uh, Chris Penn, thin as fuck. Uh, but it's a young Sean Penn who has a good body, no doubt. But he walks like he's huge. It's the like, have you ever seen like a young man do this where they like kind of swing their arms as though they have big muscles, but they don't have big muscles? It's it's almost like a caricature caricature of of a muscly dude. It's so weird. There's a bunch of scenes where you see him walking from behind, and he just he walks like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's slightly bigger than I am. I, I have a mission for you while you're on the train. Um, I need you to do research into. Uh, I think we should get on. I think we should seriously consider getting on steroids. A lot. You can't say that. Because I would, then my DMs fill up with steroid guys. <laughs> I know it happens to me too. Every time I, I'm so unserious about it, but it always, like once a month, it like, I don't know if it's a cycle or something like that, but it, about once a month I'll go, man, I really need to, I, I should be on testosterone. And Listen, as soon as we mention it on the show, yeah, you're right. I get DMs too. D- dudes who are into steroids really want you to join that club. They do. And I get it. That's the funny thing. People talk about like, not to go off on a whole thing. We'll we'll cut this. But like, some people talk about the difference between wrestling, professional wrestling in its current form, and the eighties. And people talk about how different it is and how different the culture is, and it's much more respectful. And people aren't like playing mean pranks, and people are much smarter. But they're still all on the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time. Because it's safer now. Like there's safer ways to do it where your your dick doesn't shrink. That's what we need. We need big muscles uh, and big swinging dicks. That one Indian dude is just so geared up. The the, the Marvel dude or the wrestler dude? Marvel dude. Marvel dude. Yeah, he, it looks unnatural. I don't think yeah, it's no. just. I don't think it's just steroids. I think he got like his face like sculpted. 
it, it's. Uh, I hope that he talks about it honestly sometime, and it's just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, I was a wild man, you know. Yeah. I, I, my hope is that someday, because Hemsworth is also looking freakish. Uh, th- so f- Hemsworth got yelled at by the bodybuilding community because uh, he posted that photo of himself looking beyond yoked. And well, he's doing the he's doing the Hulk Hogan biopic. Listen, he's selling some fitness thing and people are like, yo, are you not going to mention that you're very obviously on steroids? You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to sell fitness shit when you are geared the fuck up when you're when you are, uh, as they say, uh, uh, chicken and broccoli uh, to death? You know, like it is. uh, uh, So he got yelled at, but. They're good arguments for it because they look good as shit. I mean, Vince McMahon is pushing seventy six and he's jacked, brother. So, yeah, I'm weird. I'm I'm like a dude that is like thinks I'm playing professional sports and has to do it the right way. Mm, well, I think you have to do it the right way so you don't you're you're, you're you don't lose your balls. Mm. That's that's the primary concern for me. To me, right. there's no point if it, if it kills your dick. To me, there's no point to life other than having, you know, genitalia that work. So are you suggesting that when I, my penis gets uh, sewn onto a soccer ball in, in, uh, in a Kuna that I, I will have nothing to live for? Correct. Okay. Very good. You have to have a, I mean, I can't uh, imagine going through life with that one. All right, everybody. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Hit us up there. We're going to have stuff for you soon. Whenever. Pat stops hanging out with the canceled and, and comes, uh, comes, comes home. Think about uh, Kansas city. You got to move to Kansas city when you're canceled. Imagine a worse life. I can't, that should be the argument against canceling people. It's like, yo, it's cruel. It is cruel and unusual. You have to force them to move to Kansas city, a place that's in two different places at once, right? There's a Kansas city, Missouri and Kansas. Who could care? A place that's so horrible. It can't be contained to, to one state. It's it's ass. It's ass. I, I've never been, I've never been, and I, it's not something I can speak on. But it sounds like a horrible place. Um, yeah. At WP Timeline on Twitter, you can get us there. Two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. You can call us. We'll do messages next week. Next episode, promise. Um, worst possible timeline at gmail dot com. You can send us an email if you want. Um, I don't know exactly what you what it would be for but do it maybe we'll read it if it's something funny i don't know long form funny story send it to us um what else what else do i usually do here and if I, did i hit every note i think i hit everything yeah no i think you're a pro all right um yeah everybody we'll uh we'll get at you soon It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing <laughs> so do we why don't you come over and check it out 
and stopped listening to other podcasts.